Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Hello and welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. It is, of course, Australia Day today. There is racing in uh, Warwick Farm, Sandown. We've also got racing on Saturday, Mooney Valley, Rose Hill. And the BBL finals are finally here. And the man who's been across it the whole way through the tournament, my co-host, Mark Wall. G'day, Junior. Finally, the finals, the BBL, they're here. Yeah, g'day, Joey. Uh, g'day, Charlie. And uh, happy Australia Day to everybody. Yep, it's been a bit of a long haul, the BBL uh uh, preliminary rounds are finished, uh, done and dusted, and uh, the finals start uh, tomorrow night in Sydney out at, um, at Homebush and at Spotless Stadium. So looking forward to that. Uh, it's been a bit of a mixed bag so far. I think the tournament, there's been some pretty ordinary batting performances, a couple of standout teams with the Scorchers and the Sixers on the rest of the teams, pretty much the same standard. So we've actually seen some quite close games because the standard's been pretty level amongst um, sort of that middle group of, uh, of teams in the competition. Uh, of course, the Perth the Scorchers, you've been on them the whole way through. They are such a class outfit. We know that. But mm. the Sydney Sixers now a genuine threat. I mean, the form of Steve Waugh is... Uh, Steve Waugh. The form yeah, of Steve, Steve Smith is... Yeah, Steve Waugh. <laughs> the form of Steve Smith is unbelievable at the moment. Have you seen yeah. a T20 player in as good a little patch as we're seeing Steve Smith at the moment? Oh, not not for a long time. Maybe Usman Kawadra a few years ago when the... Actually, yeah. when the Thunder won the title, he was batting like Brian Lara. But... Um, yeah, it's a bit of a surprise, to be honest, the way Smithy's playing. He's just come out there and just smoked him. He hasn't been renowned as a six-hitter in the past, but he's hit the most sixes in this competition in only four games. So he's going to be available for the game on Saturday night where the Sixers have got to go to Perth to play the Scorchers over there. The winner of that goes straight to the grand final. In the grand final, unfortunately, Steve Smith won't be available, so that's going to be a bit of a, a letdown for the Sixers. But, um, look, I think the Scorchers are still the side to beat. Uh, and even uh, and they make it even harder because they've got the, their, their game against the Sixers at Optus Stadium where they've won 12 or 13 on Saturday night, so they're very hard to beat over there. Not as, not as formidable uh, at the SCG. For example, if the Sixers happen to knock off the Scorchers over there on Saturday night, they get the home final in Sydney, so that could change that around. But I still think the Scorchers are the team to beat, uh, and I'm, I'm tipping them to beat the Sixers actually on Saturday night, so that's one of my tips. And the game tomorrow night, the Thunder versus the Heat. Now, both these teams played very, very poorly yesterday. Uh, the Heat lost the un- unlosable game uh, against the Hurricanes, but they've snuck through, and the Thunder had a bit of trouble chasing 120. So this game is really uh, a game where I think uh, the Heat should be favourite, actually. They're outsiders in this uh, this contest tomorrow night at, at uh, Homebush. I don't like to say it because I'm a Thunder fan, but I think their <laughs> batting has been absolutely terrible, the Thunder. Uh, David Warner, I guess, is maybe due to make a score because he hasn't uh, troubled the scorers as yet, but I'm going to go with the Heat tomorrow night. So, Charlie, have you got a price on that that game there, the the Thunder and the Heat tomorrow night? I do. The Heat are paying a dollar ninety six, and the Thunder a dollar eighty five. Yeah, I, I can't work that out. I mean, the Heat actually they should have won easy yesterday, and that would have made them uh, five wins in a row. So they they've found some form. The Thunder, unless David Warner fires, I just can't see them batting well enough to beat the Heat because I mean the Heat have got Kawaja, Manus Labuschagne, Renshaw. And they've got a good young bowler called Spencer Johnson, big left arm quick who's bowling really well. So I, I think the Heat um, heat upset the Thunder at home tomorrow night and then the Scorchers beat the Sixers Saturday night. And that'll be the start of the uh, final series. Yeah, love it. And then, of course, the winner of that Thunder Heat game will meet the Renegades. Yeah. And then the loser continues on. So yeah. still plenty to play out there. We'll be able to wrap it up next Thursday yeah. when we do the podcast again, Junior. But what about... 
we turn our attention to on the track racing, as we said, some racing today, Australia Day, and, yeah. and over the weekend. And has Kim War got a few runners going around the next few days? Yeah, Joey, we've got a fairly light weekend. Um, we managed to get True Crime home last Friday at Canterbury, so that was a good win. But uh, we start on Saturday at Rose Hill, race six, number one, Erno. Now, this horse is in the midway. Uh, he draws barrier one. He's the top weight number one there. Uh, this is his third run back from a very long spell. He had three years off. His first two runs have actually been better than they looked on paper, and this race is a lot weaker than what he's been racing. So I, I think he's a great chance, Erno, on Saturday uh, from barrier one. I reckon he gets a perfect uh, trail up in the race. He'd probably be third or fourth the fence, maybe. At the track at the moment is a soft seven, so it doesn't worry him whether it's a soft or a good track or a heavy track. Uh, he'll still run well on any surface. So I, I think on Saturday, Erno in race six is a great play. Uh, what price we got, Charlie, for Erno in race six? Have you got it there, mate? I do. $8 to win, $2.75 to place. Yeah, he's a good each-way bet. And then our other runner is at Newcastle on Saturday, race five, number five, Lingui. Now, she's been very consistent of late. Uh, she's had a good prep. She had a long prep. It's the last two runs, she's run second at Canterbury, then second at Wyong. Uh, she gets in a winnable race on Saturday at Newcastle. She just probably needs a bit of pace on. Otherwise, she can just pull a bit hard. But I, I think it looks a very suitable race for her on Saturday. So the odds aren't out, I don't think, for Newcastle Saturday. But uh, race five, number five, Lingui. Uh, that's rounds off our uh, couple of runners on Saturday. Then we'll go to my tips at Roseville. I've had a bit of a lean patch just recently. So I'm, I'm keen to bounce back here. And I'm, I'm putting a bit of faith in the old Godolphin, the Royal Blue, on Saturday. So we'll start off in race seven, number 10, Spacewalk. Now, this is a very smart horse. First up from a spell, it ran third at Roseville. Didn't have much luck at all. Uh, gets into this race with 51.5 kgs after the claim. Um, so it gets in no weight. It draws well. The only concern for me is Reese Jones, the apprentice rides. It's a bit of a tricky horse, this uh, spacewalk. A contender hanging in a bit down the straight. But I think if it does anything remotely... Uh, close to 100%, and Reese Jones gives it a decent ride. I just think it wins. So it's race seven, number 10, Spacewalk. What what price there, Charlie? Spacewalk is the favourite, $2.25. Okay, short enough, but uh, we'll go with him at race seven. Then we'll go to race eight, and I'm sticking with Godolphin Blue again here. I'm going to go with another favourite in the Expressway Strikes. This is a Group 2 race, but, geez, it's a pretty weak Group 2 there's actually only four nominations to start with, and it's ended up with quite a small field, and it's not really a Group 2 type uh, situation here with, with the standard of horses. So I'm going to go with the up-and-coming quality three-year-old. So race eight, number nine, Golden Mile. Uh, trained by Godolphin, ridden by Jay Max. So he probably cuts the price in half a bit, but we get barrier four. The horse is first up from a spell, but I just think he's got a touch of class, this horse. Uh, we saw him in a group race uh, down in Melbourne last prep. Uh, this, this race suits him first up. Small field, and he's got too much class, so I think we'll go with him. Golden Mile, what price, uh, Charlie? Give me about 10 to 1, mate. Oh, I can't, sorry. $2.15 to win, Golden Mile. <laughs> $2.15. Jeez, I'm going a bit skinny. Okay, there, the two win bets. Then my last bet is in race nine, number two, Majorati. Uh, this is a bit more of an each-way price. Uh, this is a good, tough on pacer. Uh, gets Tim Clark to ride, who's a great front runner. Uh, drops down on the weight from its last start. Goes up in class slightly. Worked really hard to find the front uh, last start, but I think T. Clark can get this horse to lead and keep rolling. Uh, drops a couple of kgs from its last start, so I think it's going to be very hard to beat at a good each-way price. What uh, price? Race 9, number 2, Majorati, Charlie? It's been very well backed already. Opened at $4.60, and it's now into $3.80 to win and $1.60 to place. What? Jeez, we're well, uh, going to have to go straight out. I, I thought it was a bit longer price than that. So, okay, we'll go straight out, Majorati. So... They're my three, Char uh, Charlie and Joey. What do you got for us, Joey? Maybe a bit more value for, for your tips? 
little bit. I found a little bit of value. Interestingly, though, first Spacewalk is in at race four at Mooney Valley as well. So as we do this on Thursday oh, morning, okay. just keep an eye on that because I was actually going to tip it. I, I just left it out of my tips. <laughs> but um, Jamie Carr's on board. It's um, yeah, it's 1,000 metres, got a good gait. So just keep an eye on Spacewalk. I think maybe we can follow it if it stays in Sydney or comes down to Melbourne because yeah. uh, I liked it as well. But my three that I found, I want to start with uh, race two at Mooney Valley. So last week the track played really fair. I was looking for horses up on speed, but it actually played pretty true. Um, the first race we're going to go to is the um, uh, benchmark 70 over the 2040 Cox Plate distance. Number six, Fighting Arrow in race two. This horse to me is ready to win. Its last two have been at this distance in grade. Two back at Mooney Valley, settled well back, flew home, just got beaten, but it gapped third. And then last start over the 2000 at Flemington, it was slowly away, got held up, tried to peel out to the outside, again flew home, but the winner just got the dream run through the inside. So I think with Blake Shin sticking on board, gate four, um, it's going to settle back, but maybe it just sets, settles a little bit closer from gate four. But it's, uh, I think this is horse is ready to win, and uh, I want to back it tomorrow. Oh, sorry, on Saturday, race two, number six, Fighting Arrow for Blue Bet, Charlie. Four dollars sixty to win, dollar ninety to place. Yeah, that's a, a nice bet there. And then we go to race five, number seven, uh, over the thousand meters. This horse that's come over from SA, Jean Valjean. Um, it joined the Will Clark and stable uh, at the, over the. Over the break, and its two runs back have been uh, terrific. It had a great turn of foot to win over the 1,050, and then in a small field, uh, just couldn't reel in the winner. But Jamie Carr booking, again, it's going to map well from gate four. I think over the 1,000, it'll just sit off the hot speed. It'll peel out late. Jamie Carr will get it over the line. Race five, number seven, Jean Falgeen. Uh, Jean Falgeen's been very well back. $3.50 at open. It's into $2.60 now and is the favourite. Really? Okay. Yes. Well, there you go. Someone else is keen mm -hmm. on that. And then we'll go to the Group 2 Australia Stakes at Mooney Valley, Race 7. And this is my each-way play. Oh, I'm going to have a crack at um, Western Empire. The boom, former Western Western Australia gelding that's now in Victoria. It came down in the spring. It ran in two really hot Group 1s and sort of finished midfield. Didn't sort of fire a shot, but... First up down the straight at Flemington, it's at last, and it was a really slow run, 1,000 metres down the straight. That snapper led all the way. Snapper's in this race. But I think, again, from a good gate off a hot speed, uh, they're keeping it to the shorter distances now. I wouldn't mind seeing Western Empire just peel out again and storm over the top of them late. Double-figure odds, Charlie, I think, for Bluebet. Race 7, number 2, Western Empire. It was double-figure odds, but the punters have agreed with you, Joey. It's come in from $16, is now $9.50 to win, $3.10 mm. to place. Well, there you go. Right, eh? so there's been some money early, so just keep tracking those tips. They're my three for the weekend. Junior, we'll have a little bit of a play and see how we go. What about somewhere different, Charlie? You've been in pretty good form, although your uh, Portland Trailblazers bet came crashing down to earth last mm. week for our same show multi. Where are you <laughs> going to head just to give us something a bit different? It was a poor one, wasn't it? I'm actually going to go to the English Premier League, and Everton have sacked their boss, Frank Lampard, and often Ooh. what you find is... The team fires up after sacking their coach. So I think Everton will draw it home to Arsenal at $4.50. Right, oh, I like so it. Arsenal okay. are firing, but, you know, there's always the opportunity for them to stuff, up, stuff something up. So I think Everton might get the draw at home. Take the draw. $4.50. Okay, that'll right. get us rolling. I'm going to stick with the NBL. I didn't get it right last week. I was close, but no cigar. But there's a game on tomorrow night, Brisbane Bullets. V the New Zealand Breakers. Brisbane have won their last three. They've finally come good, but it's all too late. But they're missing a few of their key players in this game, and the New Zealand Breakers just must win. They're sitting third at the moment. 
they were on top for a while, and it's a huge game. Otherwise, they could potentially drop down to fifth and sixth and be in a bit of a playing tournament, a bit like the Eliminator in the BBL. So I think um, New Zealand, they bounced back with a win against the Sydney Kings last week. Uh, I think they'll get the job done against this Brisbane Bullets side. Give me the line at about six and a half. Charlie, I think Bluebet, we can pick our own line. I want to take about a six and a half start. What do we get there for New Zealand breakers? You get $1.95 for that one. Yep, add that into the same show multi. And then Junior, you can bring us home. All right, boys, so I'm going to bring us home with the BBL final tomorrow night out at Homebush. And I'm going to go against my team, the Thunder. I'm going with the Heat. I just think they should be favourites. They have the better side. The Thunder have just batted woefully in this tournament. Uh, although David Warner is due to fire a shot, uh, he, he is a danger. Uh, if he fires, and the Heat might struggle. But I'm just banking on the Heat with too much class with the bat and a couple of good bowlers. Uh, young Johnson's bowling well. So I'm going to back the Heat at uh, $1.96, I believe, Charlie. Yep, you're spot on. $17.20 if you put that all together. So good little pocket filler. All right, oh, beautiful. Well, oh, good luck to yeah. everyone. Enjoy your uh, your day off today. Charlie, what do you got planned? You doing anything this afternoon? Um, One of my mates is going to have a barbecue, so I might get around there this afternoon and have a few beers and, yeah, so we'll see. Why not? Why good not? excuse good to one. catch up. Good one. Well done. Junior, you continue to do the BBL. You're still travelling? Yes. Yeah, I've got BBL. Then I'm actually going to India for the first couple of tests. I'm going to commentate over there. Uh, I've, I've, I've come off Saw the bench that. to replace M. Clark. Yeah. Got yep, the late call-up. Yeah. I'll try and keep my shirt on and behave myself <laughs> from, from the local park today. <laughs> ah, very good. Well, thank you for your time, Junior. Thank you, Charlie. And thanks right, to our boys. listeners. Hope you enjoy this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. We're back to do it all again next Thursday.